Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm gonna be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate this is greg olson inviting you to check out my new blue wire podcast te1 where i interview tight ends throughout the history of the nfl who have helped revolutionize the position TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Ruben Loftus-Cheek. I'm Pat Nevin. I'm Mason Mount. You're listening to the London is Blue podcast. All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode, apparently the 487th episode of the London is Blue podcast, as Dan, you're trying to enlighten us a little bit as we get rolling into this one, 487 episodes, I think someone said that that's essentially like one episode a week for nine years, but this is only year seven, which means <laughs> like like our episodes are like this, and then it just taken off in the last two years. Uh, what so four episodes this week? I how, know. How much can y'all really listen to? <laughs> Let's put that to the test. We, we, we Tesla supercharged this podcast. Is what we did. Well, I hope we have something to talk about because we played Barnsley in the FA Cup, and that is what this podcast is all we about. We didn't. We played well, them not in the, the Carabao Cup. Cup. The Carabao Cup. The other cup. A cup. The I'm not even going to call it the Mickey Mouse Cup. That's unfair that people say that. So clearly, I'm already halfway down the script. But we want to kick it off. Um, with the little three-word match review. Uh, Dan, before I, I throw to you, there is one that I thought um, I personally really enjoyed because, well, a lot of a lot of Averts in here. I mean, I think that if you were to 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 do your word cloud again, it is all about um, Kai Averts. So I don't know. I lost it. You go ahead and start going, and I'll find it again. <laughs> There's just so many. <laughs> Uh, were you trying to go for the one that was said Caballero is 39? I thought no. that was one that uh, you definitely would. I, I did mess up, though, and I said three-word math review. So there were a I couple that. here that said <laughs> geometry is useless. Which is, Shout uh, out to Tosser of Coin. He called you on that one. Uh, you know, I mean, look, you make a mistake. Uh, our friend uh, Iosine was uh, really hated trigonometry. So, yes, that's, uh, that's quite wonderful. Uh, lots of hat trick heroes have chill bark. So, uh, you know, trying to kind of get the names in there, Nick. Uh, I mm. think, you know, 
Mm. Probably a very pun heavy one for you. I thought you would like all these. Yeah, there were a lot. There were a lot. I like I like Vignesh with Yabba Dabba Doo. <laughs> that's always a good <laughs> one. Uh, that's a that's a funny one. I, there there were some attempts in here at wordplay. There were some. There Easy were some. as Kai. Shout out to James Easy on as that Kai one. is nice. That's a good one. I felt I like bad that. for Righteous Uncut Gemstone. Stream didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Sorry, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hope you didn't pay the ten pound for the EFL stream and it didn't work because that would have been even worse. Uh, look, Ben Chilwell's haircut. There's just killer Kai coming. It, it, shot, shot, shots. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it, it's great. I think again, the the Kai Alberts is was massive. I put different level scene right today. We saw significantly different levels between Chelsea and Barnsley. And don't worry, that's a good thing, Nick. That is what we are hoping to see. Not an evenly matched tie here. Uh, glad to see that that the it was noticeable that we were much better than them. What what about you? Um, I went with oh Tammy 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 Abraham. I um, thought Tammy ran the show today. I like great. Tammy. I think he's beefed up. I think he looks stronger. He looks big. Well, he, you know, he called me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, how, okay. how did you get so ripped?" And I was like, "Look, dude, you gotta right, get we're on, done. You gotta yeah, get on done. the regiment, bro. You gotta get on the regiment." Unfortunately, this joke isn't gonna benefit you on that one. <laughs> Look, ripped, fat, whatever it is. Well, he's I done it. That. He's done it, and I, I'm proud of him. Tammy, don't don't get fat. Don't do it. Dan, what about you? I went with new car smell. New car smell. You know, you had your uh, Thiago Silva, you had your Ben Chilwell, you had your Kai Havertz actually on display. Uh, you know, you got a chance to uh, to soak it in, to enjoy the goodness of uh, what, Emerson you know, new things back, can bring. You know, Emerson playing right wing for hopefully the last time never. I was, anyways, we'll talk about that later. I was surprised you didn't say something about how you're so upset with Frank Lampard's attire today. I saw that tweet. Everyone did. <laughs> it's just so Jeez. odd. He, he wore actual pants. In, Track the cargo pants too, no doubt. Like they, they, they had some type of like side, side pocket, yeah, like an outer a, button. It it's a weird. tough look, man. The, everyone, everyone's in the sweaters now. By the way, you all, you all notice that it's like sweater it's central cool. up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next time, make sure to get your three-word match review in so we can cover it if it's a good one. Um, but obviously, in case you're confused on what we're going to be talking about today, uh, Kai Havertz. Averts, 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 so much Kai Averts because he had himself a day. Uh, we'll do a little update on the Cobham crew because a ton of them played today. Uh, and then we'll also do a little debut darlings. As Dan said, the new car smell thing is it's all about a lot of people uh, making debuts. So uh, might as well run through them. Uh, but real quick, gratitude time. Look, I, I know some of you guys complain about it. You're like, hey, the first 10 minutes, this and that. Just know that like, at one point in time, you probably had this moment, and we just want to continue to share it. It'd be really shitty of us if we just were like, all right, no more thank yous, because like we genuinely do want to thank people. So uh, for Patreon, thank you, Matt. Jack, welcome back. We're glad you're in a better situation hey. now. And Jeremy, uh, welcome to the Discord. The fun. Dan, you have Apple Podcasts as well. As we inch closer to that... 1,000th review in the United States Apple Podcast Store. Well, and also shout out to, to Jay for talking to us about how long the beginning section section of the podcast could be because we appreciate the the you know critical feedback too. But you know, glad we keep him company during his late night shifts. So that's a good thing. But for Apple Podcast reviews, you guys are just 
we're drowning. We're drowning in five-star reviews. It's crazy. You know, oh I don't gosh. know how I'm keeping my head above water. We had uh, friend, uh, Fredno8. We had H. Kusa. We had Nevin E. We had uh, Gongs Gori. We had Guy MG. BK, NG949, CFC in Memphis, uh, Gino Y, and then uh, Salhi Tepar. We had uh, Jim Bowden18 as a crazy list. Uh, sorry for uh, Sahil who wanted to be the thousandth. You are not the thousandth, unfortunately. Apologize, but we're, we're, we're getting closer to it, Nick. We're getting closer to a thousand reviews and ratings on the Apple Podcast Store in the U.S. Help get us there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a tremendous occasion. It, we're going to have to figure out how to celebrate that appropriately. Perhaps we'll do some sort of fun thing. I don't know. Look, yeah. I'm in control of that. So yeah. as a person who throws a hell of a party when, when allowed in normal non-COVID circumstances, I don't know. An online party for all 1,000 Apple Podcast review leavers. Uh, look, Nick, it's something that we think is kind of cool that uh, we're working with Bruce on our graphics. He's doing a lot of our video stuff, and he had an interesting idea, something we could do to kind of incentivize people maybe to go check out our YouTube channel. It's growing quite well. We're almost to 13,000 subscribers. Look, this has been a goal of ours that we executed poorly for a number of years, was to grow our YouTube. And... We, we finally kind of hacked it a little bit and, and figured out how to do YouTube appropriately. But it doesn't mean we want to stop with progress, right? We want to keep going. We're, we're achievers. That's what we want to do. And uh, so Bruce comes up with this idea and he's like, hey, what if we gave away a new kit, right? To incentivize new subscribers on, on the old YouTubes. And we're like, look, why not? You know, we, we're just... We're Scrooge McDuckin' it over here with money. We're just, you know, piles of cash everywhere. So we decided that's going to be the thing that we're going to do is, is we're going to Scrooge McDuck it with a kit giveaway. Brandon, details, Lego. Yeah, look, Kai Alberts had himself a day. We talked about it. So what we're going to do is giveaway uh, on the channel. So to do that, to win a Kai Alberts home, away, or third, your choice. Uh, you must be subscribed and you leave a comment telling us uh, essentially that you've subbed and that you want a chance to enter. So you got to leave a comment letting us know you're there for the kit. Uh, and I'm going to work with Bruce and we're going to find a winner at random. We'll message you on YouTube. We'll get your address so we can get it shipped to you from the Chelsea Mega Store. Really excited about doing it. But again, only on YouTube. I promise, though, we will be doing stuff on all of our platforms this season. A new, a new way for us to give back. Uh, now that we're hanging out with Blue Wire and doing some new stuff. So go check it out. London is Blue Podcast on YouTube. All right. Just before the 10 minute mark, gentlemen, we're, we're making progress. We did it. It is time for said match review. It was Barnsley in the Carabao Cup, I'm told, this past Wednesday, September 23rd. It was at Stanford Bridge, sadly still empty, but Lee Parker making the stadium feel full with his announcements because boy he had six of them to announce after the lineup Chelsea six Barnsley nil predictions look Nick I'm gonna let you go through them this time I feel like I'm talking a lot already yeah more more me is what this show really needs (laughs) um look uh Brandon coming through thinking we were gonna concede two goals today shameful shameful uh you had a 4-2 win Dan the 4-1 win your boy predicted a 6-0 victory. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just crushed it. 
you know? So I'm back on the board. Uh, no, I predicted three nil. So, but I did get the clean sheet. So in your guys' face. Yeah, we're a bit all over the board um, on those. You know, we'll have to go through social media. I wonder if anyone did pick six nothing. You know, they were lower opposition, but that's pretty aggressive. Yeah, uh, wildly could have been ten. If we're being honest, like they could have also had three or four. <laughs> Also true, which I'm going to bring up later. Don't you worry about it. So let's run through those goals. Uh, coming to you from the Fist Stand App, the only official Chelsea FC app. They have the most exclusive interviews, uh, release the news, everything on there. Uh, and apparently you can even chat during the match if you want, but you should be on our Discord. So over to you. Chelsea begin their Carabao Cup campaign with the visit of championship side Barnsley. You've already played two ties to get to this stage. There is a Blues debut tonight for Thiago Silva. Mount just got away from him. Oh, that's a poor touch though, and Abraham's won it back. And Tammy Abraham has his first goal of the season. And slightly against the run of play, Chelsea ahead just before the 20-minute mark. Mount, good footwork. Take him away from Halmer. And here's Havertz, his first Chelsea goal. A big moment for the German. Mount made it, but Abraham played his part too. And Havertz with a straightforward finish. Collins has put his defender under a bit of pressure with that back pass. Barkley's pinched it back after great work from Havertz and swept it in for 3-0. And that might be good night, Barnsley. Barkley scores in round three for the second year in a row. Kovacic looking to pounce on another mistake here. Abraham wants it in the middle. It's a lovely touch for Havertz on target again. And Chelsea beginning to enjoy themselves now. Great ball round the corner from Abraham for Havertz. Collins has made a mess of it. Havertz is going to walk it in for his hat-trick. What a night for Kai Havertz. Three goals. And Chelsea cruising. Here's Chilwell, the substitute. Great ball in. Olivier Giroud pays it the compliment it deserved. Well, a hat-trick for Havertz. And on his debut, an assist for Chilwell too. No wonder he's happy. So, Havertz, huh? A little, a little hat-trick coming out of that. I think that's something we're going to round out about. Um... Dude, dude, we have a favorite goal just before we go into the mat, like the actual oh. match review and lineup. What was everybody's favorite goal of the day? I mean, the third, the third one was just filth. I mean, it was absolute, <laughs> utter filth. How are you gonna? First of all, like controlling that ball over the top is hard enough, and then you're gonna control it so well that you're gonna nutmeg the keeper, and then you're gonna casually casually run in front of him and just do a little tappy into the middle. Mm. Just a little Brad tappy. Collins, former Chelsea Tough. Academy yeah. project. Um, wow. You got to witness him just like die inside <laughs> as he watched you it. Watched, like, you watched he, his soul leave his body. That was the moment. Yeah, he, he was wa- like he had pace for a second and then he just he threw his head up in the air in disgust. <laughs> oh, that was glorious. I I personally uh, thought the second one was one of the most fantastic things I've seen. 
the the Tammy Abraham dummy. Mm. Mm. You know, for Kyvert's running in behind. That was the one that like I stood up for. I was just like the the awareness. You can like see it, but like remember, we have a huge angle. We can see behind him. He had to check and see out of his peripherals. And the second one was phenomenal. Um so anyways, you guys can hit us up on social. Tell us which one you loved. Plenty, plenty to uh, to choose from. All right, Dan, lineup time. Let's run us through it so we can get into uh, some of the stats here and then uh, break down the match. All right, well, starting lineup included Willie Caballero between the sticks as Pelicueta back with the arm man, Tamori, and O. Tiago Silva and Emerson oh, make up Tiago your back Silva. line. Barkley, Kovacic, oh, and uh, Havertz Silva. would be your midfield, even though the way that it came out as a lineup made it look like Mason Mount was going to be in the midfield. Not true. You had Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham, and Hudson Adoy as your front three. This was the first Chelsea start for Tiago. Kai Havertz actually in the number 10 role. And on the bench, Nathan Baxter, Reese James, Kurt Zuma, Chilwell, Jorginho, Werner, and Giroud. We did see Giroud, we did see Chilwell, and we did see Zuma. No Keppa on the bench, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Probably not, but... You know, for now at least. <laughs> so anyways, stats. Look, Chelsea with an overwhelming 69% possession is what exactly you would expect. 17 shots to their 14, though. It's not like they had a dry day out. Uh, thankfully, we had 11 on target. They had 9 on target, all right? Willie's probably exhausted after this match. Um, pretty much even on on corners. Not Well, not corners, 6-2, to two, but tackles, offsides, and really no cautions. It was a pretty straightforward match, which is what you'd expect when you see kind of this different, the, the the wide gap between the two teams in it. So let's just go ahead and not make you sit around and wait for us any longer. Kai Alberts, unfortunately, was subbed off for the red card against Liverpool. Didn't have the greatest, maybe, debut. Had himself an absolute day, all right? Uh, 63 touches, three goals. It was his first professional hat trick for club. I believe he had one for U19 Germany. Four shots on target, two key passes, two big chances, created four of six successful dribbles, nine of 15 ground duels, won five tackles, one resulting in a goal. Uh, yeah, that was also incredible, by the by. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, statistically, pretty rock solid. But Nick, from an eye test, what do we like about this performance from Kai beyond everything, beyond the stats, beyond his hair, beyond... The way he glides across the pitch. Yeah, I mean, like you know, the the weird part about these matches, um, you know, because we were at the the first Carabao Cup match last year and we beat Grimsby Town seven nil. That's fun. And what's awkward about this is his first like ten minutes was awkward and misplaced passes and looked a little slow off the jump, and then it was just like flip just or a switch just flipped in his brain and he just went into full dominance mode. Um, it, it Honestly, this this performance reminded me of when Pulisic got his hat trick last year. Like, obviously that was in the Premier League and probably a little bit more impressive than beating Barnsley. But to to get the monkey off your back, you know, to, to use the turn of phrase there, is, is really important. You know, if he goes four or five more matches without scoring a goal, you know, you start to have to deal with the press and the pressure and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it's, it, it is so clear that he is class, <laughs> you know, it's so clear that he has that extra special thing to him, 
you know, we've talked about the goals earlier um, and, and what we liked about them, but the the point that you just made up, Brandon, um, with his tackle that led to the Barkley goal, right? Like, that's hustle. That's just pure hustle. He didn't have to do that. He was playing number 10. He already had three, like, or he already had two goals at that point. But, like, the, the awareness to do the extendo leg in and around the goal is uh, it's just super impressive. And... Dan, for me, it's it's special enough to get the three goals in the fashion that he got them. But to do the extra work around and to track back and to try and win the ball, and not always successfully, but to try at least is impressive. It was a clinic. It was an absolute clinic from Kai. And I think he's going to get described occasionally as looking disinterested or lazy because mm-hmm. he has it's it's like alonzo does where there's just the gait and the way that he moves his body is just not the same not standard right and so it's just going to be interesting to see how he gets profiled over time but it's the old adage of like when you're really great at something or you're really cool you don't need to tell other people that you're cool like if you have to say oh i'm a cool guy or i'm funny like that underplays what you are Kai Havertz doesn't need to tell anybody he is a great footballer. It is just done with everything that that man does on the pitch from the the commitment, from the passes. And I think it's actually, it's almost rattling our players a little bit because they're not used to playing with someone as good as that, who has that forward, you know, forward looking ability, who is able to interlock block play and and did so so well. And I know we'll talk more about Tammy and the Cobham crew later. But man, the potential partnership when you think about placing Kai in the 10, Tammy up top, Werner maybe out on the left, maybe put Mount on the right. You put that up against West Brom this weekend, Brandon. And I don't know. Do you score eight goals, nine goals? Because West Brom are terrible. They're a championship side. It should be possible. Maybe. I mean, potentially. <laughs> Good but luck, you know, good luck Barnsley, to Brana. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. Barnsley at the the bottom, obviously West Brom. We're at the other end of said table, so you'd assume there's a little bit of a difference. You know, cup competition. I'm assuming that wasn't Barnsley's strongest eleven. Here's an overreaction. You could be like, well, "That's our new strongest eleven." Well, eh, not really. No. Nope. But the way these guys play and the attack. I mean, look, Callum Hudson doing. We will get into that. Didn't really have great. Great opportunity, but I guess if I'm sticking with Kai's, like, I think what I liked the most about him and the performance today were, were were the runs. Like that dude busts along to get up the pitch and into attacking space. I'm not gonna make the the leap to say look at these Lampard esque runs from said midfielder, but he has a sense to of scoring. He knows where to be. He'll pop up. You know, like I said, in behind Tammy, he'll run beyond Tammy. Um, he'll he'll get into the box late if someone's getting to the end line so they can cut it back. We just saw a lot of different runs from him. Again, look, he had a ton of space to operate. But what you get to see in these matches are what are the instincts, right? When you do have time and space and everything's going your way, are you at least getting in the right spot? You know, we still saw Barkley <laughs> put his head down on a counterattack and dribble into a defender. And you're just like, you had runners, Ross. Kai huh? seemed to be able to make the right decision every single time he got it. And I think that's a, a testament to the stats that I read out at the beginning. He knows 
he knows what he's doing. He knows what he needs to do to be successful. It's just going to continue to refine and sharpen and get used to the Premier League. But to your point, Dan, thankfully, we have West Brom at the weekend. It's not uh, another Liverpool. It's not a, a you know top six team like Man City, anything like that. We should have more time and space on the ball to hopefully you know let these guys continue to gel and make the right decision. The, the telltale sign of a good player is how much better they make the players around them, right? Whether by taking on more responsibility or just bringing them up with them, right? I think Kai Havertz is the latter. I think he's going to make Tammy better. I think he's going to unlock a lot of defenses, especially low blocks. Um, and, you know, we, we left the Liverpool match asking, all right, maybe not striker, maybe not right wing. What is, what's the position that he's going to really thrive in? Again, it's Barnsley. They are not a top level you know, of competition, so we'll see. Is it a 10? Is it a little deeper? I don't know. Today felt better. It felt a lot better. It, it, he looked more comfortable. He looked more confident. And, you know, when you get the goals that go along with the effort, you know, that's that's all you can ask. So I, I it's it's no wonder that Frank started him today. He needed to build the confidence and the rapport with the team. He did just that. Mission accomplished. Now, let's do it in the Premier League. Naz bringing us the quotes after the match from Lampard. Uh, Lamps on the hat trick here. Quote, I am delighted with Kai. It was everything I wanted for him. He had no preseason. It was a great night for Kai, and it is the first of many for him. End quote. Uh, pretty standard run-of-the-mill quote from Lamps. But I can tell you, I he obviously we all know how ecstatic he's going to be. And I think the one big point there is he had no preseason. He was still involved with Leverkusen as they were maybe going to go into the Europa League and he was getting ready to go to the Germany camp. So at least he was like training and staying sharp in general. But again, there's no preseason with Chelsea. There's a lot of adapting to do uh, and he's picking it up on the fly. Huge, huge night for him as far as confidence goes. I did laugh right away. He scored his hat trick and the ball popped out and he just smashed it with his left foot into the stands. Now, thankfully, no one's there. So we can go get the ball. And, and then he had it at the end of the match. He'd gotten his hands on it again. I'm sure everyone signed it. But I was like, if that's his first professional hat trick, he probably hit it. And they were like, oh, wait, um, uh, can, can I get that? Can, can, I need that, well, actually. Uh, you, you saw Frank, too, last, last point before we go to the break. Like, he, Frank was visibly frustrated with our lack of finishing. Oh, yeah. On a, on a six-goal night. Frank was losing his mind when Mason and Ross missed sitters. Like, so for for Kai to go clinically finish like he did in style, Frank has to be delighted. Now, this was a run-of-the-mill quote, but inside? Inside is where he felt that one. <laughs> All right. Well, spoiler from Nick. Uh, we are going to move on. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about the Cobham crew with Tammy, Callum, Fick, and Mason after with this match for sure. Sh- for sure. And we'll get into the debut dogs. And then obviously, you know, what are we still asking about? What questions do we still have after this performance? But um sounds like you guys are enjoying the new ads. Obviously, Nick. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, I'm shocked at how many people yeah. have come in and be like, Nick's reading of the Manscaped ad is so good. It's so nice. You guys have no earthly idea the, <laughs> the peril I went to to get one good read on that. The peril, the absolute peril. The people at Manscaped did me no favors in that one, but we crushed it. That's what we yeah. did. 
I, and that's why you need to get back into Discord. You did get a lot of compliments on that, Nick. So kudos to you. But anyways, we do have more ads for you guys. Brandon, when you're the coolest person in the room, baby, okay. you don't have to tell oh. people. All right. <laughs> Quick, insert ad break now. Quick, cut it, Jake, slide it. Fellas, 2020 has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should be. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped have made it easier to do just that. Manscaped is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. As I'm the hairiest person on the show, Brandon and Dan both elected for me to do this ad read. But, to their chagrin, I actually own Manscaped products already, including the Lawnmower 2.0 trimmer, but they have gone and done even better. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replacement ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps to reduce grooming accidents, which is a very good thing. Waterproof technology also allows for you to groom in the shower and for up to 90 minutes. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Their perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your grooming routine. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free so that you know you're in good hands. They even have a crop reviver to keep you fresh in the steamiest of conditions. Their foot duster foot deodorant is so good that it can reduce even the odor of the smelliest, dirtiest feet. All of this means that in the middle of the summer, with peak humidity, that you're doing everything you can to stay fresh. Use the code LONDONISBLUE and get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. If you want to do a better job of grooming, all you have to do is go to their site, hit a few buttons on your phone, and you will change your life for the better. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code LONDONISBLUE, all one word. Upgrade your grooming routine with the luxury products of Manscaped. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with the free $75 credit at Indeed.com forward slash podcast. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com forward slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. All right, we're back with uh, Nick has left us, though, unfortunately. For some reason, he uh, disconnected, Dan. Uh, if he texts us, just go with it. All right, look, update on the Cobham crew. Again, Tammy Abraham, Callum hudson Adoy, Fikayo Tamori, Mason Mount. Dan, I was thrilled by Tammy specifically. He was my man today. Who is mm-hmm. your standout of those those four? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I think the it's it's funny because you you think about this group and Lampard had said heading into this match. I think there was there was some criticism initially around this idea of why were we not going to use youth players? It's a cup game. This is the opportunity to do it. 
Lampard highlighted that so just due to some of the COVID restrictions right now, getting players into the first team building, out of the first team building with the academy adds a little bit of additional complexity. And you also think about wanting to get a lot of these players back up to match fitness or get them syncing with one another. Probably not the cup game where we're going to do that and probably not the next one either versus Tottenham. I think Tammy's a great shout. I want to go into him. I want to talk, you know, give Nick the opportunity to the eye test, but I would like to give a little shout to to Callum as well. And I, like Callum an is getting shout? like a fatherly no, 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 shout. No, no, I think it's an attaboy. You know, I think an that attaboy. Look, he probably in the first 15, 20 minutes, uh, if some of that finishing had been better. <laughs> <laughs> could have uh gotten himself a few assists today you know i, I think we kind of we all you know could have gets goal. The, first time could have had himself a goal uh you know we, we've always seen the highlight clips of like the Jorginho like miss missed assist or the pre-assist balls that he plays callum actually had some like legitimate sh- like opportunities to have things converted that didn't get put through um but you know once he got on the left versus playing on the right hand side looks so much better um, really, really started to play his way in. And that's, you know, with Emerson as your support initially. But when you kind of then get an opportunity to do it with Chilwell and others, you you see the change. And I, I think it's promising is, is the thing to me, right? Like he is not nowhere near the finished article. He is not going to be starting every match. But what you want to see is him getting opportunities in 20, 25-minute blocks on a regular basis so that he can get to the level that we know he's capable of achieving. And, and so that was exciting to me. It was like a seven out of 10 performance. So nothing to kind of write home about, but I think in general, it's setting a foundation. If we can kind of build upon that to get him back to a place where he needs to be Nick. I think seven's a little generous, but you know, fair enough. Whatever. And like, I'm not, <laughs> you, you can't be mad at a six. No. Okay, like you can be, you can have. Oh, you can curse. try, Nick. You can try. <laughs> I could, I could, I could try, but I'm I'm poly positive over here, baby. I'm I'm ready to talk about Tammy. I I think Cal, you know, we we were actually texting with Mike Ryan or in the in our like expanded group thread, the London is blue crossover thread with Chelsea mic'd up, and I think I think he did make a good point. It's like when when he presses, it's very obvious. Like when he's trying too hard, you know, and it's like. When he let the game come to him, that you know, especially in the second half when he's on the left end, your your points are accurate. It's like he started floating in some incredibly dangerous balls into the into space, and you're like, okay, well, if that's if you can do that, like, then we have a whole different thing to talk about now. Uh, the problem is that he's like the third option, at, at, you know, at the the left side winger. You know, it's like you're not going to unseat Pulisic if healthy and, and then you have Timo to contend with and then it's you. So, you know, learn you know, your best shot is on the right-hand side. Just is what it is. So um, transitioning to Tammy, who I thought was outstanding today. Tammy, much like Mason did at the beginning of last year, did not look like he was scared at all. That Kai Havertz was in the team did not look like he was scared at all. The team of Werner was in the team, uh, or on the team now, not in the game. Does not look bothered by any of it. It looks hungry. Looks like the swaggy Tammy from last year. And again, it's Barnsley. I know we're caveating it, but just had the air of confidence that he started last year with. Like one of my favorite 
goal celebrations from all of last year was when he scored the winner at Arsenal and he went over to the crowd and he just nodded his head. Yes. Like this, I am made to do this. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I was so impressed by the little things that he did today. I mean, he's my eye test moment. Like it's not just the poachers goal that he scored, which was the most poachery of poacher goals that you will ever find. It's a, it's alert. He's alert. He's ready for it. Like, you're my, you're switched on, man. I see I see what you're doing. Like it's very obvious. And and there were times where he lost that at the end of, of last year. And so I'm glad to see that he was switched on. And then the little hold up play, the spacing with Averts to to understand where he was gonna run into a channel, you know, and where Tammy could find space. Like the dummy, obviously, people are gonna point to as like an incredible thing. But there were other moments in that that are are really top class and you know, look, all you can do if, if you're Tammy or if you're Giroux is just play your best and see what happens, right? And uh-huh. I don't know. I think he played really well. I think he's been hanging around Olivier Giroud too much. I mean, the assists <laughs> and the flicks that he had today were fantastic. I mean, I, you know, obviously he had the dummy, which I'm still excited about. Um, he had the layoff to mm-hmm. uh, to Averts, I think, for his oh, second or third. Who the knows? second I one, keep, yeah. Can't keep track of these. Um, he was just involved a lot, you know. Uh, he was challenging for for the high ball. He was uh, very lively. Again, you talk about him able to step across the defender uh, to create his own space for the first one. He looked dynamic, and I think that was great. It. it if this keeps up, again, Barnsley. The amount of the amount of underscoring again, Barnsley. Yeah, but like Caveat. the amount of progress he would have made in a very short amount of time will be uh, unbelievable. So I, I'm just more excited. Like I said, I think he looks bigger. I think he looks stronger. He his confidence is not phased whatsoever, uh, and he looks like he's got more tricks in the bag than what he had before. So it's just like. Great, you're a young player developing, looking better, looking more confident. Like these are all good signs. Because, uh, like I said, I think he'll have a big role to to play this season and a lot of opportunities to score goals, and we're going to want him ready. Um, and again, to see Giroud come off the bench um, and and score and be dangerous as well, you're like, this looks like a pretty hungry team. I mean, look, they smelled a lot of blood in the water, uh, and a striker is going to get real excited about that. But um, I was overwhelming like very very impressed with with tammy today um mason you know was being mason he had a pretty good game i'm gonna get hit on in discord for that look he struggled a bit you know i I, i'm so i'm gonna kind of just like put him to the side because i think we should stop or like wrap this section up eventually with fikao tamori playing next to tiago silva he went from not having played a competitive match since last February to now playing back-to-back matches. And you just have to assume that this is absolute crunch time for Frank saying, all right, Fakao, show me. Are you staying or are you going? Are, are you going to Everton or are you going to make the grade and be a part of my plans this season, Dan? Because, you know, even Matt Law coming out before the match and being like, yeah, Rudiker's on the bench. Uh, here's an update. His team are officially looking for a team in Germany or Italy to, to go play for. And so you got to 
hold him up and say, how did he do today? Did he, did he do a good job? He's playing with someone who he's never played before. Um, so yeah, Fikao Tomori, thoughts? Very interesting because we saw almost every appearance where Fakayo played last season, you know, sometimes in a back three, sometimes in, you know, a, a two pairing of a back four, typically on the left-hand side. And what was interesting is we saw Thiago Silva on the left-hand side, Fakayo Tomori on the right-hand side. And so I think what's maybe obvious to me is if you are planning for a future without one of the center backs on our team, and uh, you know you have Christensen who's, who's suspended, and then you have uh, maybe Rudiger uh, departing, question mark. If Thiago is going to be on the left, that means that the open spot is most likely going to be on the right, and that means that you're going to see Zuma and Fick kind of come in and out of the game um, or be the kind of rotational center back to maybe Thiago being ridden as our number one. And so, yeah, he, look, he looked good. Um, I think the the challenge is, is when you haven't played in a very long time and consistently, you can look a little rusty. A couple times, Thiago bailed out Fick. A couple times, Fick bailed out Thiago. And mm-hmm. it, it definitely was getting back in speed a couple times that Asby bailed out Fick. Um, you know, so again, the, the, the positive thing is we didn't concede a goal and the defense held and we have not had a chance to celebrate a lot of clean sheets over the past 15, 16 months. So I will take this one. I will credit the defense for holding stout and maybe eventually we'll give Brandon an opportunity to say something about a goalkeeper. I don't know. It wasn't the defense. They were leaky in (laughs) and not like discipline at all. You guys are full of it. Does anyone have the champagne that we brought to celebrate this moment or? (laughs) Oh my, I wish. (laughs) We did it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I thought Vic was was pretty good on the day. He had space. He's able to find passes. We know he's a good passer of the ball. Um, had no problem. He stepped to some good shots early. Nick, I was really happy with because the the midfield is where they kind of we were a disaster today defensively. But when Barkley is like one of your holding mids, you're like, well, that's never gonna work. Obviously, <laughs> no. uh, you know, Kovacic. Anyway, so. Um, I thought it, like he did well based on kind of like the the unstructured circumstances of just having pretty poor shape and balance defensively. He was able to step into some early shots, get in the way of some things, kind of make something happen when we were scrambling a bit uh, in and around our box. So I thought overall um, he handled kind of the the turbulence pretty well. They're, they're, yeah, they're getting used to each other, man. Like he has never played with Thiago Silva before because nobody's played with Thiago Silva before. So. You know, I think let, let's let's give them a little bit of grace there. I mean, also, it has to be said, credit to Barnsley for coming out and actually trying to play. Mm-hmm. A lot of these matches, it's it's such a foregone conclusion at the beginning that, you know, most teams just try to not give up seven, mostly. And even though they gave up six, they at least were, they, they had a really good first half, <laughs> to give them credit. Like, I know most of the goals came in, but Dan, it was, it was not an easy 6-0. The other thing is, is that you can't expect that when you make eight changes to your starting 11, you have multiple players who are making their first appearance or their first extended appearance in a very, very long time or have not had a full preseason, that the match will lack a level of sharpness from Chelsea, even for the millions and hundreds of millions of pounds that have been spent on players. It is not going to look like we are the best side on the pitch for a few minutes because they need to figure out who the hell they're passing to, 
where they should be, how fast they are in real game speed, because training, while training is important, training is not match speed. And so there is a bit of a difference there. And so I think Barnsley took advantage of the best time to take advantage of us, which was in the first moments of the game. And then once the goal scored, it just, it flipped. Like that is when it basically became an opportunity for us to go out and see just how many could we score. A a lot. Lots of goals. <laughs> what do we predict? Hundreds of goals this season? I like it. We should we should do that. All right. Uh, Tiago Silva, we talked about him a little bit, obviously, because he's next to Fick. I mean, it didn't take long for the announcer to play their trump card on this one. Uh, yes, yeah, so the last time Tiago Silva played was in the Champions League <laughs> final, and, and now you see him against Barnsley. Yes, c- correct. Uh, step up, obviously, for Tiago in the late stages of his career. Um, but the fight in Barnes, I mean, has he ever, I don't know, man, no, there was, there, there was the tweet. I think it was Bruce's actually, where it was, I was going to tell my yep. kids that this is Barcelona when it's a Chelsea yep. six and then bar zero. <laughs> yeah. And then the yellow kits, which is a pretty common way one for Barcelona. Um, but anyways, Tiago Silva. So, uh, helped us keep a clean sheet. So maybe he's the secret to that. You just insert and clean sheet done. Um, I thought he was, I thought he's all right. I think 60 minutes was predetermined. Zuma was on at immediately 60 minute mark. So I don't know, Nick, I was, there was nothing special for me. Um, but it wasn't, I mean, it, it was literally a friendly for him. It continued to get minutes, uh, meet a couple guys on the pitch and you shouldn't really have to worry about anything, but I guess I just didn't really see anything stand like to me. Fick was stepping to shot. Silva just kind of seemed to be there, and and maybe that's his role as kind of caretaker, a little bit of a sweeper organizer. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you're you're being a little harsh. He he looked. I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm just saying I felt like he was just just I don't know. He looked he looked really solid to me. His passes went where they were supposed to. He he did step into a few challenges. He read the game well. You know, like. It's what it's what he does. Like if you watched him over the, any of the last seven years of PSG, like he's not he's not Kurt Zuma in physicality. You know, he's just not. I mean, very few people are, to be fair. But he's a reader of the game. I think he's going to gel um, with this team relatively quickly. And Dan, I don't know if you picked this up, but there seemed to be more yelling on the pitch today which is what I like to see. I like to see a bunch of yelling. I like to see cross back for yelling. I like to see yelling back to the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper giving it back. Willie got upset a handful of times today, uh, which was great to see. Um, Rightly so. I think it it kind of puts Mm -hmm. people in in the right mindset. So uh, the yelling, I'm A plus on the yelling. Apparently Fick speaks some French. I didn't know that. So maybe they have a connect. They're able to communicate a little bit better than I assumed. Well, that's a plus positive point there. But yes, there was multiple tweets from the few journalists who were able to make it there talking about just how loud it was from the players and how many voices there were. I think if you have a Tiago Silva, I think if you've got a a Willy Caballero, you know, I think Tammy uh, just wants to score everything and that man will not be quiet he will not be silenced in any capacity so it's good you know i think they were they're getting it they're gelling and i just man like we are not even at our final form yet so uh west Brom, watch out it's not gonna be pretty this weekend like kai christian and timo are like the silent assassins like Mm -hmm. 
in and out, dark of night. You don't you don't even <laughs> see him coming. Tiago is like the juggernaut. He's just going to run through the building. Um, and, and so like, you're just going to, I think you're going to notice a difference because one of the things that we've talked about n- a number of times over the last handful of years uh, that we've been doing this is, you know, this team does not always communicate well. You know, there's, there isn't a ton. You have, you have a lot of different players, a lot of different languages, all that kind of stuff. But yelling is universal, which I love. Right. Uh, Naz, w- Naz tweeted that Tiago Silva already speaks four languages. Portuguese, yeah, incredibly bright guy. Yeah, Portuguese, obviously, because he's Brazilian. French. You'd assume Spanish. I don't know what the fourth is, but it's not English. He's been taking classes five days a week to learn enough English, which would be his fifth language. I can only imagine him and like David Luiz when they're at the back. They, it didn't matter. You could have like any country around them, and like they're good. I, I got to handle boss. Um, so, and that just shows you how committed he is to this, you know. Um, and I'm sure they were vetting that out in the process of like, hey, if you come here, what are you going to do to kind of help adapt sooner? He's like, well, might as well learn my fifth language while I'm here. Nothing else to do because because the whole shutdown thing. So. Um, I am excited though. I, you know, I guess I, I had really low expectations cause I didn't expect him to do anything today. So, you know, I, I just wanted to get minutes and kind of feel it out. And it was a very, um, pedestrian match for him, which is probably a good thing as he, as he wanted to get there. The other one, Dan, that you're forcing in the script is uh, a late substitute appearance for uh chili B that train is on its way, gets his first assist, landing a ball on Giroux's head, uh, which wasn't hard because no one was around Olivier Giroux <laughs> at the top of the six to get there. Um, it was fun talking to to Yannick about this because obviously, you know, he probably grandfathered that Chili B name that Chelsea ended up putting in their promo video of him. We've championed it very hard as well. Uh, dude looks good. You know, I think I put in our text group, uh, ben Chilwell, Hakim Ziyech, Reese James, the crosses this season might break our fan base because corner kicks are going to go into the box. Even if it's a deep free kick, it's going to go into someone's head. Like, we are good as far as I'm concerned. And they haven't even really gotten into free kicks yet. Oh, no. It's the amount of balls that will be there for our players to feast on this season is going to be quite wonderful. If you are a striker, if you are an attacking player in world football, why would you not want to be playing a forward position for Chelsea knowing that you have that collection of players with some pretty gifted skills at delivering, you know, with a a level of accuracy that is, you know, you know, probably, I mean, Liverpool would be the closest one with Robertson and with uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold on the, on the sides, kind of bringing them in. But we're, we're getting to a point where we're going to be pretty dangerous there. I thought he looked good. Look, again, had a little bit of Achilles issue as he was coming into the side. You know, needed to get back up to full fitness. At this point, the game was pretty much over. It had been over for 60-plus minutes. So, you know, how much are you really going to see? But he looked sharp. He got into the game quickly. You know, he forced Emerson out to right wing and, you know, there's the, the rest was history. He got up there, he made an assist, Nick, and, you know, he looks like he's he's ready to go probably for the weekend. That'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, if uh, we'll see if he's ready for a, a rough and tumble West Brom. Um, more tumble than rough these days, but 
Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, it wouldn't shock me if he got another sub appearance either. You know, because I think Alonzo is probably enough for <laughs> for West Brom. Just to quell some fears, Dan, not Achilles heel injury for Chilwell. Sorry, yes, 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 yeah. I, I think we're done with the Achilles for a while. All right, we had more than enough. Two, Thanks for the decade or so. Yeah. Uh, we should be all right. Uh, but yeah, I look, I real thrilled, real excited that. Um, that uh, Emerson Palmieri finally has a spot on the team, playing winger. So God. Uh, saucy. There's, there's the depth that we can see. Look, you can <laughs> you can hate it all you want, Dan. I think you just need to uh, accept the fact that Emerson Palmieri is now a left winger, providing depth. Uh, all right, uh, so let's wrap up here real quick for the Dan of the matches. Things we're still asking about. Nick, yours is in all caps, so I have to assume. It's important or you're angry. Either way, what are you angrily yelling about? Correct. It is both of those things. Where Mendy at? Where is he? Didn't need to be three words. That's over. <laughs> you could have written a sentence. <laughs> I know. Where is he at? Someone but Lampard has been so excited that he announced it himself. He said he was going to be signed tomorrow. <laughs> and now after the match. Just... Get in already. What are you What are you doing? Let him walk around at halftime, announce him to the crowd. Let Lee Parker do it in the middle of the match. Yeah. I mean, you could have done it in the middle of play at this match. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Sub him on. What a, what a crazy move that would have been. He just shows up on the team sheet. Look, Willie, Willie C gets to start at the weekend against West Brom. Uh, and then I think mm. I think it'll be the, the Mendy show. After that, I don't know. This might be a good one, bro. To he's gonna be in training for like two days. Chill out. Didn't stop Kai Averts. All right, uh, Dan. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I almost read yours. Never mind. You should read it. It's, okay. it's yours. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna read Brandon's next. Uh, so yes, mine was what happens next with Loftus Cheek and what you I mean? know. Yeah, Dan. So look here. Here's the reality of the situation. We had Ross Barkley playing today in the FA Cup. You had Carabao Carabao Cup. Cup. Loftus Cheek. Carabao what are we Cup. doing here, team? That's, Come on, that's guys. my bad. I put that. I put that in your guys' <laughs> heads. And I know it's freaking me out. <laughs> um, so we have him playing in the Carabao Cup, in the not Red Bull Cup, and it's just odd that he has been displaced. Isn't finding himself in a starting eleven, and I get Frank is talking about how. You know, you're gonna you're gonna see us every week now. You're not always gonna see players in. It's all about the decisions I have to make. But like this is if you're looking to bring someone back into fitness, if you're looking to give them the opportunity to to get back into conditioning, I feel like this is the match you would have wanted him to play in. And so, yes, Frank, you sly, handsome individual, and your way with words trying to convince me to not read into this situation. I'm reading into it. I am absolutely reading into that there's probably some path or some opportunity where he goes on loan this season so that he can play 70 plus minutes a match week in and week out to actually see what we can get done with him. Breaking news. Dan just kicked Ruben off his cheek out of Chelsea. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (sighs) What a tough day. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to argue with you that he needs minutes. So... Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, this is kind of taking the, 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 the wind out of my sail, but I said the bench said a lot today, new departures, question mark, obviously with Rudiger, Kepa not being on the bench, Nathan Baxter getting in, 
Um, you talking about Ruben Loftus-Cheek not being there. I wonder how much this squad is still going to shake up right at the end of the season. You know, I don't think it's very noticeable that that Alonzo wasn't there, that it was Ben Chilwell and it was uh, Emerson Palmieri. But again, I just the, those are decisions that Frank has to make. But I think, you know, he's giving people kind of final chances to prove themselves as we wrap up the last kind of couple weeks of the window. And we'll see. But that's the that's the game and that's how it's played. So um, speaking of games, Dan, you've got a Dan in the match poll here. Uh, and then we can kind of review the other results and look ahead to, to what we got coming up next. But uh, you done messed up, Dan. Yeah, I, don't I know. Ca- because... I don't care if you had an overwhelming winner here. You done messed up on your selections. Well, uh, would you like to praise Willie Caballero for a minute before we go through the official? You, even, you put Tiago Silva in, and then you put other. You didn't even name him. You literally were like, write one in. I couldn't even super, be bothered. Super harsh. <laughs> well, I, look, when you win 6-0, you could give a lot of players praise, Brandon. And so rather than... Trying Kovacic, to dilute the sample size. Barkley. No. Nine um, shots on target. Barkley just saying. Um, ultimately, Barkley. Yeah. Also, what was it more than uh, than we saved over the last five matches or something? It, it, like it was just a, a stupid stat. Um, you usually make about three saves a match, so there's that. Anyway, the actual names beyond other, which got two percent, which is the Brandon Busby crowdsourced uh, trying to hack the election Green Party vote. Um, Tammy Abraham with 16%, Silva with 1%, and then 81% rounded up for Kai Havertz. Uh, no surprise that the German, the Kaiser himself, ends up walking home with top Dan in the match Ooh, honors. I like the Kaiser. I like the Kaiser a lot. I hate how much I like it. <laughs> Look, I'm out. You've absolutely spoiled this podcast. That's why we left it to the very end because I can't be bothered. <laughs> My friend PML said it was it was like an explosion of kinamite, you know. Oh, that was pretty good. I like that one. That one was pretty good. Yeah, okay. the, the Kaiser is all right. Yeah. Well, speaking of West Brom, who we play next, they got knocked out to Brentford, the bees, uh, in a penalty shootout. Penalty kicks, you foreign fans, you'll love hearing me say that. Uh, West Ham put on a show five one over Hull. Um, Man United needing a penalty to get on the board against Luton Town, but ended up getting the three nothing result. And Newport County smashing Watford with a red card three one. Um, you still wow. got Bristol City Villa tomorrow. Lincoln City Liverpool expect Lincoln City to walk away with that one. Uh, yep. Man City Bournemouth. So a little Nathan Ake derby right there. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, Dan, but I, Dan, I got it for you. Here we go. Oh, the no. Kaiser. The Kaiser was on a roll. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Kaiser so people yay. that have made it this far into the yes. show, and they had we to leave with that. Kaiser roll, baby. Let's go. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> so, Dan, what's the situation with our next match? Going into this, we were supposed to play the winner of Tottenham and Leighton Orient, but unfortunately, Leighton's had a bit of a flare-up with COVID. Yeah, we were going to play the O's. I mean, they were clearly going to, uh, powered on by watching the all-for-nothing Amazon Prime documentary, they were going to go out and know exactly how to beat Tottenham. However, the game was canceled after multiple players from Leighton uh, were testing positive for COVID. Uh, actually, and you know, we don't like to give Tottenham credit on this podcast very often. Uh, we will give them 
at least a passing compliment with a light golf clap that they uh, did drive some of their fans and supporters uh, to go purchase stuff from Leighton and uh, raise some money that way. Because obviously these matches for an EFL side are super huge. You know, they can make up um, months of kind of match day revenue in a single uh, cup match against a Premier League side. So uh, kind of unfortunate for them in that regard. So we will be facing Tottenham in the next round. Well, and they have the cup. Yeah, and they have that connection with Harry Kane, who obviously played there on loan, and then he mm-hmm. bought their shirt sponsor and donated it to a charity this year. So those teams definitely have some good connections and chemistry going for them. But let's not act like Tottenham supported a food bank and then charged the city for usage of said facility. It's an it's an important moment, though, right? Because what we have to realize about this season. This will not be the last time that this happens. And when the season is so condensed already, you're doing you're doing nine months of football in seven months. There are gonna be you know, imagine a Premier League team where you, you have to sit out for two weeks just due to the, the quarantine status. You're gonna have to make those matches up at some point, or you're you're just gonna have to forfeit cup competition. Like, you know, it, it's gonna be brutal. Uh, this year and this will not be the last time that this happens so just prepare yourself all right well here we go uh that's not your tagline it's not i just uh, you talk to him and now you're just like oh yeah it's my guy i can say what i mean (laughs) all right look cup competition is done and out of the way it's west brom at the weekend gonna be excited uh look Brana's back I think that's an exciting just to see he's been in Russia hanging out the last few years uh I'm looking forward to see Brana back even if it's at West Brom um you miss the guy you know he's still still out there doing a job um so a little bit of nostalgia but uh we'll be back uh Dan we're gonna do a match preview is that right question mark yes all right, so we'll be back yet this week before the match with another show, and then we'll obviously be back afterwards, but we're going to wrap this one up. So we do it the full distance, boys, an hour for a cup review. I'm impressed. Uh, so listeners, thank you so much for staying on this long. Nick and Dan, as always, for joining me. Uh, that's a wrap. So we will back later this week to preview the West Brom match, but until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do? Keep the blue flag flying high.